This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Whiskey and Whitetails, the show for those that hunt with a passion and drink with a purpose. I'm Gus, Matt's chugging bottles. I'm Matt. I'm, Matt. I'm the Matt man. There you go. He's the Matt man. <laughs> As always, thank you to our Patreon for their support and encouragement. Uh, thank you to the Waypoint Network for having us, and thank you to you, our listeners, for supporting and sharing and just generally being awesome folks. Uh, we have a good one for you this week. We just kind of caught up on some things, chit-chatted about some current events, uh, didn't get too serious. We have a lot of great content coming up uh, that we're going to be recording and posting over the next several weeks all very, very focused on whiskey, very, very focused on the outdoors. So we just took an opportunity to kind of BS and catch up on some things. So we hope you enjoy that. Uh, Matt, let's talk about some folks that help us make this podcast happen. Yeah. So as you know, Mint Mobile. So you can go to mintmobile.com slash whiskey. And if you can't find it, you have to actually type in HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.mintmobile.com slash whiskey. But just friendly reminder that all their plans are just $15 a month offered through January 31st. Uh, that's not true. Offered through February 31st. So please be sure to promote. That was a note to me. But don't worry. They're committed to helping your audience very free. Jesus, all this for me. Wow. I should have read this before. But anyway, right now, new customers with every purchase of a three-month plan from Mintmo will receive a second plan for free. When you pour it in from Verizon or AT&T and you can choose nice. from their three month plans, five, 15 and 20 gigabytes or unlimited. I personally do the unlimited plan Same. and you will receive a second identical plan for free at charge, uh, free of charge at checkout. So uh, big wireless can run, but they can't hide when you compare these savings. So please note that both numbers must be transferred from Verizon AT in order for them to use your plan. So it's that simple. You take your Verizon or AT&T plan you port it over to Mint Mobile. They will send you a SIM card in the mail. You make sure your device is paid off. Otherwise, you can't port it. And then, uh, and trust me, you want to make sure it's paid off before you try to port it. And then once you do that, it's $15 a month, man. And, and if you buy three months, your second, your wife, your, your son, whoever's getting mm -hmm. the other line, free for three months. And nice. I just actually re-upped my Mint Mobile plan for the next year. 
and I got it at $15 a month. So I basically paid up front what my normal wireless bill would have been from AT&T. I had an AT&T for a month. bill for one month and it actually <laughs> covered my entire 12 months of existence. And I have no problems with mobile. It's anywhere that you have minuscule service with AT&T, you're going to have minuscule service with mobile. It's, right. I, I can't, I don't even, it's not even like a paid thing. Like we, I switched to Mint Mobile before they were even a, a podcast sponsor. It's like, it's yep. not even, it's, it's a good deal. It's $15 a month. You can't, you cannot beat it. It's, it's such a good deal. And Ryan Reynolds himself will come to your house and uh, plug <laughs> your SIM card in. I Disclaimer, think. that's not true and stuff <laughs> for legal reasons, uh, allegedly. Right. And Gus, who do you got this week? Uh, so I've got the Jasper. Uh, the Jasper Charleston is a uh, has been a almost a a part has been a part of Whiskey and Whitetails. It's um, almost like a home away from home. Almost as long as we yeah. have. Like right. they were the very first place we did a class. Uh, we've done it. We've done several courses, uh, classes, and dinners there. Uh, we go to their markets on the holiday. It's a great little. Uh, it's a great little spot right nestled downtown. Uh, it's a beautiful view with the amenities and the the condos that they have there are just absolutely beautiful. But uh, I will I will read a bit from folks who get paid to write much nicer things, much better than I can say them. Uh, <laughs> the Jasper offers an entirely new way to live in our 350-year-old treasure of a city. The Jasper's an inviolable address offers views from all directions, uh, wide Wide vistas of steepled skyline, rivers, harbor, and close-ups of its long history alongside its trend-setting trend culture and cuisines. With residents offering 21st century comforts in the heart of the historic district atop the most desirable new retail and executive-level office spaces, the Jasper just may be the most anticipated triumph of the in Charleston for centuries. Um, it is, when, when we say downtown, it's, uh, without it's being the, like, on meeting street it is as downtown as you get it is the best vantage point from downtown like when we went up there the first time and they took us out on the balcony and you can yeah. see the connector to james on i have never ever ever seen that vantage point before and to yes. look at it from there it's almost surreal it reminded me of Af afghanistan like looking at these mountaintops and you're like this is like this can't be real you right know, it's yeah it's a really cool view location. and and i think maybe the uh, the only other place in that area that you might be able to get a similar view is going to be from one one of the sides of the hospital just because it's the next tallest <laughs> yeah. biggest thing yeah. but even then you're missing uh, you're missing a huge part of the harbor right there um that only the jasper gets you're also and missing the fact that you can't live in the hospital that's, that's where you go to die too i guess <laughs> <laughs> well the jasper is the opposite of that uh, it's yeah. where you go to thrive yeah, um done, they man. have all kinds of cool stuff and uh you and i have both watched over the past several years all of the the uh businesses underneath oh, kind of grow sure. and develop do they have some a great bar down there a coffee shop they have uh, a restaurant a gym a spa um all kind of retail space like you can it's literally one of those places where uh, if you chose to get your groceries delivered and maybe put in an order, you know, for odds and ends at Target once a month to be delivered to your condo there, you could go downstairs to get what you need otherwise and never have to leave that place ever. Not that yeah. you wouldn't because it's Charleston, but you didn't have to. Yeah. I had I so. had lunch or dinner tonight with uh with a lady that, that runs a company that we're getting ready to start working with and uh yep. She lives right behind it, and she was like, "Okay, you work with the Jasper," and I was like, "Yeah, we, we do a lot of stuff with them." And I was yeah. like, "Let me know who you want to talk to." And I was like, 
dude, Chamberlain, I'll hook you up with Chamberlain. And she was like, sounds amazing. She's like, I want to move in there like ASAP. Hell yeah. It's like, you cannot beat the views of that place. And, yeah. and the people that work there are just unparalleled. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, check them out if you're in, if you're in town, we're going to be, uh, they were very, they were gracious enough to, to lend us, uh, for a day, a, um, kind of a demo, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's a, it's their, uh, model suite model suite, uh, for us to utilize, to record some, um, podcasts with guests for seaweed for our seaweed spotlight series. Yeah. And so you'll see some um, content from that for sure. Yeah, for sure. So very thankful for them. Um, if you have an opportunity uh if we've reached out to you to record a podcast well you're, you're going to get an opportunity to take the place out um yep. so i also wanted yeah. to say since discord's popping right now and said uh i comment i i questioned and said what do y'all want to win in a giveaway so in our discord we do we do uh not all the time but we do giveaways in there so i said what do y'all want to do to win in a giveaway let's keep it under 500 dollars." and uh, one of the replies from kyle monster whitetails he said this photo um, and it's the photo of uh, Brennan and it's the uh, stepbrothers photo. Yeah. Where they were in the vest. He's like this photo, but with me and big drew Eubank. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, said big good. enough to cover a wall. Oh my um, God. I bet you could get that printed somewhere. A hundred percent. I got to meet up with him to do it. And then Colton said, I love giveaways. And then uh, <laughs> whiskey Charlton sent a 20 piece, tiny middle finger puppet miniature hands. <laughs> selection. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so. it's uh 20 pieces of middle fingers that you get yeah. middle finger puppets yeah oh shit that's funny that's not well, what we're so. going to give away but that is a great no. that is a great um great ask it's like 500 worth of these he said yeah we, <laughs> that would actually be a really fun giveaway that would be fun giveaway it'd be this such is, a waste of money but this is this is a glimpse into the, the kind of fun we have with our patreon group and yeah. what you're missing out on uh we, you know we also have and give those guys a lot of um opportunities at, at content well before most people see it um you know they they get all the behind the scenes stuff and yeah and then we're not as good as showing them a, a ton of stuff but like like anything they want to know like any questions any whiskey stuff we get it we get asked advice all the time and we also have we haven't we haven't done them in a while because they're all pretty much done but we have if you're ever interested in the uh bourbon steward class we pretty much have the entire class up there taught by one of us yeah. Um, we also have whitetail hunting stuff that's up there. Um, there's plenty of content that's just uh, Patreon only. So it's, it's you know, it's Check cheap. It out. You you five dollars a month, you'll get way more uh, entertainment out of it than than <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and there's chances to upgrade once you get in the Patreon to other tiers. Um, we trust you, we like you. We don't think you're a narc. You pass the test. Yeah. But yeah, All right. so enjoy this episode. Thank you guys for dialing in, tuning in. Sorry again about last week is what it is, but it was a good episode with Aaron, so um, you didn't really miss out much. Indeed. Cheers. Hello? Ooh, hello. Yep. Ooh, ooh, what do you have there? <laughs> I have uh, an old Rip Van Winkle bottle that mm -hmm. I refilled with JTS Brown, 100 proof. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. there's there's a reel coming soon for um, a PAP in ORVW, and I will not be using this bottle. I will actually be using uh -huh. ORVW in the reel. Yeah. Um, this bottle was just 
because I had an empty bottle and uh, yeah, I thought it'd be fun for the podcast. That is funny. It's um, yeah, I saw those. I saw those pictures, so I'm excited to see what uh, what what you guys did. So I'm not a hundred percent certain on the legality of this, so I'm not going to say the restaurant. But oh, we fine. we had supper club and we went to a certain restaurant that I go to pretty often. And they had Wynn LaRue Weller, which I, if you follow our Instagram story, I had had her, I had the bar, the barmaid open that bottle for me um, because it's $40 a pour. And that's an ounce and a half, which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that if you try to buy the bottle right now, it's like two grand. <laughs> so an ounce and a half, $40 a pour. So yeah. I had one $40 pour of that. And I guess two or three people have had. Uh, poor since then so we got there and one of um, the guys that works for the medicinal whiskey charity he was with me and we all got all three of us or all four of us got a pour of it and yeah. so there was like half a bottle left and he was like how many ounces is that and so we guessed you know and so he was like so this number times forty dollars you know this number divided by one and a half times four, whatever the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. was he was like i would like to buy the rest of the bottle and she was like okay and so he bought the rest of the bottle and and left the bar with the bottle. So I was like, I've heard of people doing this, but I didn't yeah. know that you could just do it. Yeah. So I, I was either. like, I see you have old Rip Van Winkle up there. And so full full thing, like we we pay sometimes we get a discount or a good price on stuff, but like when we buy, for instance, ORVW, yeah. Um, the last one I bought, I bought that and a Colonel Taylor single barrel from a podunk liquor store in the middle of kentucky and i paid 800 for the pair so right i think probably you could probably at, at the most call the uh the colonel taylor 200 bucks so 600 is what i paid yeah. for the right right and i and i was okay with that i mean i know i agree don't buy secondary you're just inflating the market but here's the thing everyone's doing it so if i do it no one's even and i bought it from a liquor store in the middle of nowhere kentucky so right. with that in Not mind somebody in the parking lot right so with that in mind, if you go on the secondary sites, they're they're eight hundred ish, mm -hmm. right? So I asked her, I was like, so here's how many ounces are in a full bottle, you know, one point five per pour, and it was thirty dollars for a one point five ounce pour. So it okay. ended up being at the end of the day four hundred and twenty seven dollars. Dude, so I cheap. said if you give me that full bottle of ORVW, and they had another one that was a quarter full. Yeah, I was like, I will tip you on. The quarter full one, pour everybody a quarter full, and I'll tip you on that, but throw it in on the other one. I'm not going to tip you on a $400 bottle that you didn't pour me. And she was like, uh, done. So <laughs> I got a full bottle plus a quarter for $470. Yeah. Um, and I, I tipped her out on the in cash. I don't remember what I gave her, you know, good tip. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. I didn't know you could actually, I don't know I that, that know works either. everywhere, but yeah, I, I thought that there were like you know i thought like ale had laws against you know how, how those bottles could, where they could go they had to be accounted for and all i'd imagine they do i've heard yeah. of people going to like private clubs and they have like old dusty stuff in the back and they're like yeah. well, i'll bring my own bottle like and just pour me shot by shot and i'll pay for it and they put it in a bottle and they're like i'll just turn my head yeah but to actually walk out with an unopened bottle of pappy for 400 yeah it's weird i, I don't know i mean i'm not complaining no, 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 no. If anything, they secured my business for life. <laughs> That's a good business move, I guess, then. Yeah, not bad, not bad. How's your week been? Uh, it's been 
uh, busy, very busy. Same. Um, yeah, we had this this last weekend. We had uh, we took the kids to a Stingrays game on uh, on Sunday, but then Saturday we had Pinewood Derby, and uh, so starting Friday night, the Pinewood Derby started in terms of like getting set up and everything. So my weekend from Friday night all the way through Sunday evening was just slam full. And then yeah. right into a busy ass week. So it just feels like it's been nonstop for two weeks straight. My weekend was awesome. Like shout out to uh old school friends. I've got um Chris, which you yeah. know, Chris, and uh he came into town and then Q, it's always fun. So just to give the scenario, Chris is like I'd say like he's a cyclist, but he's like the biggest cyclist you've ever met. He's like probably 250 <laughs> pounds. No, not really any fat. Like he has like stuff, like most of us have a little bit of fat on us, but he's like six foot, 250 pounds, black dude. Just like, he's, you a, know, he's a thick dude. He looks thick. And then um, one of my good friends from back in the day, Q, also a black guy. And he's like a hundred and maybe like 190 pounds, 200 pounds, maybe. He's yeah. active duty army. He's a chief foreign officer in the army. Um, really? Nice. Yeah. And he's a little gem rat. So he's swole as fuck. <laughs> and so yeah. every time they come into town, like we used to, we, one time we did it, we went to lost dog or not, whatever, one of the breakfast places on folly. And so they had bought earpieces and they wore earpieces. So you have these two like muscular black dudes and then me and Andy and they like <laughs> stopped traffic and they were like this way, Mr. Green. And like, we go inside this restaurant and like, the waiter went to seat us and uh and they're like scoping out the area with their hands like near their hip you know like playing the part like they were my bodyguards but it was so fucking funny because we sit oh, down to true. eat and everybody in the restaurant's like who is that like who who yeah. are these two people that have these big ass bodyguards but anyway they came in town to help me do uh work on some cars cool and, uh, so we had a great weekend it's always good seeing those guys yeah especially uh beating on cars it's kind of a lot of you guys met right that is that's how we all met we all met yep. through uh the car scene yeah back yeah, in the day cool, volkswagens i've actually got most of my um i guess outside of you all of my like old school friends are all volkswagen people yeah that's funny I, it's a weird I community told, man it's small yeah. and it's funny too to see like back in the day guys that were just like me just like nobody car guys and yeah. uh some of them have gone on to be pretty famous like million followers like drift guys like i've got, oh, I've got wow. a friend that's, that's cool. a drift guy that's got you know, a million followers, which is crazy for a, a car account to have a million right. followers. It's, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Pretty nuts. So I wanted to, um, let me get in the weeds here. So before I start, I wanted to play one verse of a song. And, and the only right. reason why is so that like, you can be like, you can kind of see what I'm saying. Sure. So like, here's the verse, the one verse of the song. I'm only one drink away from the devil. I'm only one call away from home. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I guess I'm just a little right and wrong. So I say that as like a uh, as like a preference. So I'm going to read it. It says because I'm only one drink away from the devil. I'm uh. only one call away from home. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I guess I'm just a little right and wrong. So I think that that resonates with most Americans. We're somewhere in the middle. We're just a little between right and wrong, depending on your political leanings, which, as you know, we don't really lean any way politically. Um, but I did want to talk about what is the word illegal. So Merriam-Webster says it is not according to authorized by law. 
which means it's against the law. But under that, because they're woke, it says sometimes disparaging and offensive a person who enters or lives in a country without the documentation required for legal entrance or residence. So even Merriam-Webster is aware that this situation and they state that sometimes disparaging and offensive. So disparaging is like meant to be little or lower the value of importance of someone or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I agree with anything that's going on, but I think it's weird times, man, with, with the thing in Texas. I yeah. think it's pretty crazy. It is pretty and, wild, man. So U.S. It's, Code, go ahead. No, 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 go please continue because what you're going to talk about is important first. I was going to say U.S. Code 1325, improper entry by an alien. So improper time or place, avoidance of examination or inspection, misreputation, and concealment of facts. And that's any alien who enters or attempts to enter the United States at any time or place other than as designated by immigrant officers or excludes examination of of inspection by immigrant officers or attempts to enter or obtain entry to the United States by a willfully false or misleading representation or the willful concealment of a material fact shall for the first commission of any such offense be fined under title 18 for imprisonment, not more than six months or both. And for a subsequent commission of any offense be fined under title 18 imprisonment, not more than two years. So the fine is $50, but not more than two fifty for each entry. So if you illegally enter this country, which is a law, uh -huh. which would make an illegal alien. It's not, it's not an immigration thing. It is illegal entry into this country. Those are right. two different things. If you immigrate in this country, I mean, that's There's what this country is founded on. There is a process. But if you illegally enter this United States of America, that is illegal. And right. the fine is not that much. So if you do it twice, that's, that's $100, but not more than $500. But the thing about it is U.S. Border Patrol had more than six. 0.3 million encounters with illegal immigration since 2021 and 58% of that was on the Texas border and they estimate 1.6 to 1.8 million illegal immigrants cross the border without being caught by border patrol Jesus dude that's a fuck ton of people we're getting close to 10 million illegal crossings 10 million people trying to come into this country illegally and yeah. they caught I guess 80%. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just get sent back. But anyway, the Texas thing, Operation Lone Star is what it's called. Everybody thinks it's a new term, but that actually started in October of 2023, mm -hmm. where they put out 70,000 rolls of Constantino wire near Eagle Pass. And then the Border Patrol was upset because it inhibits their ability to move along the border easily, especially near the rear, riverbank of the Rio Grande. And due to drownings, they, they didn't like it. They wanted to fight it. So the Border Patrol cut some of it to assist migrants that are in danger, um, which I get. You know, a human life is a human life. You know, we shouldn't be drowning people at the border. We should just, I don't, I don't know the answer. Nobody knows the answer. So on October 24th, Texas sued the Border Patrol for cutting those wires. Right, correct. And the court granted a temporary injunction pending on trial to stop them from cutting the wire. And then Texas appealed it for the U.S. court, and they kept the ruling in place except for cases of medical emergency. So okay. from October 24th until January 2nd, the federal government was backing Texas. And then on January 2nd, an application to vacate the injunction um, was put in pending appeal. So until this point, everyone was playing nice. Yeah. And then on January 10th, the state of Texas seized Shelby Park, which is a state park. They're allowed to do it. And they mm -hmm. put the National Guard up, and they built a fence around the park. 
and it's pretty much been back and forth since then on the legalities. But Texas has maintained the border control and refused federal government to intervene. Right. So the Supreme Court allowed Border Patrol to access that border and government or uh, excuse me, Governor Abbott made the following statement. I'm going to read it. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw the state should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartel smuggling of illegal immigrants across the border. This is why the farmers included in both the framers included both Article four which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. And Article 110, Clause 3, acknowledges that the state's sovereign interests protected on their borders. And this was precedented in Arizona versus United States in 2012. So this has already been a thing. Yep. Uh, the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4 has triggered Article 110, Clause 3, which reserves to this state's right for self-defense. For these reasons, I have declared an invasion under Article 110, Clause 3, to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is a supreme law of the land and precedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the border. So all of this is being ran off a simple statement. The current standing statement is the following. Texas is being invaded. By illegal immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl, and terrorists. And if you haven't seen the reels of the terrorists coming into this country, you should go look at that. Yeah, and when you were you were talking about numbers earlier, um, you know, started thinking about the number of countries in this world uh, that have large populations of people who would wish ill on Americans. All of them. Um, yeah, many, many driven by a hatred so pure and so deep that uh, most Americans I don't think could ever understand it. They won't. It comes from a very primal biblical like depth that I don't think uh, many Americans could ever understand. Well, as an Afghan vet, I will say that you can never, we would never have won that war because you're not fighting an armed army where red yeah. and blue stands in front of each other and shoots at each other. You're fighting an idea. Mm -hmm. And the idea cannot be defeated. Like we're all born with some idea of what life or America or whatever should be. Yeah. Um, and no one, like for instance, the carnivore thing, like arguing with people over cholesterol, like you, it's un, I can't turn anyone. I can't change your mind. You yeah. have to research it yourself and figure it out on your own. But the vast majority of people right. um, that are not in this country, that are another religion. That's actually, it's interesting when you look up religions, like if you were to buy a car, Right. And you're like, you don't know anything mm -hmm. about cars. Like, what car should I buy? And you you Google like what is the number one bought car? So the number one, like say it's a a Ford Taurus is the number one bought car. So you'd be like, well, okay, if that's the number one bought car, then it's probably a good car. I should go get one. Cause I don't know anything. I'm stupid. I just did a quick right. Google search. If you Google the number one religion, um, you'll see Christianity, but when you actually break it down, Christianity has a lot of sex. So there's Catholicism, Mormons. Right. There's a ton of stuff that leads into it. So yes, Christianity is the overwhelming number one religion, but no Catholic, if you're well into Catholicism, you know that um, the Christian Bible, the Christians believe that you can go straight to God. Catholicism doesn't believe that. When you die in Catholicism, they pray that you, they hope and they do your last rites to hope that you get to heaven. Where in Christianity, right. you just straight go to heaven. So to say that Catholics and Southern Baptists are the same people, it's, a, it's basically a different religion. You just worship the same yeah. God. Right. But if you were to actually take all that away, um, Christianity goes really, really low. I think it was 18. 
Right. It's 18th on the list, but the number one religion is Islam. And in Islam, they, they like Boko Haram means down with the West. Like they do not believe that the West is good. And their entire goal from the time that they're born to the time they die is to spread Islam. They're missionaries in their own way. Um, and we've caught several at the border. You can find these videos of them saying like that one yeah. guy who's like, you don't know who I am, but you will soon. And then they find out that he was a guy that was released from, he was part of ISIL or something. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that to, to, to that point, right. The, the large number of people you, you, you mentioned have come over and then you start seeing the pictures and in the realization that a large majority of them, there's no women. There's, they're not, there's not really kids. Right. It's all fighting age males. And it's like, okay. sorry, it, it was well, just, you, you look at that number and then you think about some of, you know, some of the worst terrorist attacks that have ever happened. And those only take between one and five people to make a lot of people's lives really miserable. So what happens when just a fraction of these millions yeah. take up, decide to get stupid or, or chase, you know, radical thought. It's just, man, it's just, it's unsettling. But the other thing too, is you have to, you have to look at this at face value, which is what we're doing here. Cause we're not political. We're not taking any sides. We're just giving the facts. But when you look at CNN or well, we'll start with like a Republican leaning website. When you look at Fox news or any of those websites, they're going to show you pictures of military aged men, no women and children coming into the country. Yeah. Um, and that's what riles everybody up. It gets them go. There's no women or children. Like that's the repeated narrative. But if you go to like CNN or a liberal based news, they they'll show, show true stories of women and children drowning in the Rio Grande trying to get across and they can't because of the Constantino wire and they get stuck in the water and end up drowning. So there, there yeah. are women and children there, but the sure. vast majority is a hundred percent men and they're not sure there are some coming here for an opportunity. Yes. But sure, if you were to just sit there and say all of them are coming here for an opportunity to make it, that that's just as dumb as saying all of them are refugees trying to flee something. I mean, we really don't know is the point. When you we're talking about millions of people, what did I say? One, yeah, one point, uh, one point uh, seven or one point eight. Yeah, because about millions of people. So when you talk about, so U.S. border 6.3 million encounters with illegal immigration since 2021, 6.3 million. Um, I, there's no way that 6.3 million men, but there's also no way that 6.3 million families. It's just, right. it's just not, it's a mix of all of it. And depending on what news source you look at, they're going to show you their prerogative. Sure. The other thing yeah, too yeah. is what's crazy is Mexicans South American general is extremely right-leaning. So it's kind of odd that the left-leaning Americans are supportive of right-leaning people immigrating. But I think it's like they, they're banking on maybe the language barrier. They're like, once they get here, they're not going to, like, we just tell them, like, we'll let you in, but you got to vote left. I mean, I don't know if that's actually <laughs> happening, but, but I think it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I got some ideas, but that's, well. <laughs> yeah, but ideas are, we're, we're, not, we're not here for ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But to finish this up, Abbott is claiming that Article 110, Clause 3 of the Constitution, no state shall, without consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops or ships of war in time of peace, enter any agreement or compact with another state or with a foreign power or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. 
So that gives Texas the power to declare that illegal immigrants are invading and Texas can now wage war against them. But the, the media is going to tell you that people are coming here to work and, and they'll cite the cases of women and children drowning in the Rio Grande. But the whole thing is a travesty. All of it from beginning to end is a travesty from actual innocent lives being lost all the way to terrorists entering our country. And the I love the following state, Chairman Green. I don't know if he leans left or right. I don't care. He's from Tennessee. But he said the number of individuals apprehended illegally crossing the southwest border and found to be on the terrorist watch list has increased 2,500% from fiscal years 2017 to 2020 to the fiscal year of 2021 to 2023. And those are only the ones we've caught. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They caught increased by two thousand two thousand five hundred percent. Okay, so I, I want to try and I'm going to see what that. I'm going to give an example of what what that means. Yeah, do it. So, so let's. Um, it's crazy to think about. Even if that number was zero, if there was zero terrorists from 2017 to 2020. Right. From 2021 to now, there's 2,500 of them entering our country. That's gotcha. alarming. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the, I just chose 50 as a random number because it's like a squ nice square number. If they if they were identifying 50, 2,500. You're talking six million illegal immigrants. 50 is nothing. Right. So go ahead. Uh, so times 2,500 percent. Right. That's what you said. Yeah. Is 1,250. 12 right. and how many terrorists were involved in 9 11? 5, 10. Yeah, there was 10 Something like that. Right. So it's like, right. And that's a low number. <laughs> like 50 is very, very, very small number. I can yeah. almost guarantee you the number is, is so you take that into account and then the take into account that they've, that's just the ones they've been able to catch. Catch, um, right. They've caught the that many. And the increased ability to, you know, to communicate and share information and plan things remotely and with technology, it just, yeah. But here's the thing with Americans is you remember like the COVID thing. One is yeah. too many. One sure. death is too many. So everyone must wear a mask. Everyone must get vaccinated. Everyone must uh, six feet of distance, all that stuff. One is too many. But when you flip it to the other side, how many terrorists is too many? Yeah. Is it still one? Is one still too many terrorists? I don't, it's I, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, why people have a problem with this, but the other thing too, is like the, I see a lot of people talking about federalizing the Texas troops and, and here's like, I'm going to, I'm going to say something, something that you can't be fact checked. It's not, it's just my opinion and my opinion yeah. on, based on, I was in the army and I still have friends in the army and I have pitched this to them and asked, but here's the thing. If you're in the national guard or yeah. you're in the actual army active duty army your basic training is the same i went to basic training with national guard guys i went to basic training with the reserve guys if the national guard is owned by the state it's likely that i went to basic training with one of them right i mean right. so if i'm a federal troop if i'm active duty stationed at some base and the government says you're going to go to texas now and fight the national guard really think about that you really yeah. think there's a single soldier on this planet 
that's going to go right. to Texas and shoot a fellow soldier, you're out of right. your fucking mind. And it's I'm not happy. just a state thing. Like, National Guard deploys overseas. So they, they, they do. We work with them all the time. It, there's, there's times when... No way yeah. that it's going to happen. And what's going what's to end up happening is the federal employees, the federal troops, are going to turncoat. I promise you. It's whatever doubt you have in your mind. And, like, I asked one friend of mine, and he's like, well, if they shoot at me, I'm shooting at them. I got you. But if they don't shoot at you, if it's 100 versus 100 and nobody shoots, what are you going to do? Are you going to forcefully kill them and take their position? And he's like, no. If they don't shoot at me, I'm not going to defend myself. It's like, well, they're not going to shoot at you because they know that you're in the army just like they're you're in the same fucking military. Yeah. The only difference is one of you takes directions from the president. The other one takes directions from the governor of your state. You right. still went to the same schools together. You went to jump school together. You went, you went to see her together. You all have the same training. Like, there's no way. Yeah. As much as I hated working with the National Guard, there is no way <laughs> that I would fight one of them. It's just I'm not going to. We're the, it's the same team. We're the yeah. same people. We're the same right. dudes. We have the same family, same friends, same everything. We were trained by the same people. It's just not going to happen. So if you were to federalize these troops in Texas, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's just a it, the whole the whole scenario is disappointing, and it's For sad. Sure. And sure. I hate it, and I hate that the media is not covering it, and I think they're not covering it intentionally, and that's why you're listening to it now. We're 25 minutes on the podcast, and, and this is what we're talking about instead of fun shit like Whiskey and Whitetails. We're talking about how disgusting it is that we have this inner battle, and people are promoting and wishing for a civil war. I mean... That's the thing that... Ask anyone. I mean, what's the... I don't remember the exact phrasing of it, but like everyone knows the saying, war is hell. I mean, you you have no idea what you're asking for. You really want a civil war? That's not a good place to stand on. Now, if it's us versus the government, I don't know. I can see that. <laughs> but a civil war, states fighting each other, dude. You do not want that. That is disgusting. It's you're killing. You're literally going to kill your your dude. Yeah, I don't think that's if, Gus, if you were National Guard and I was in the army and we go to war together, I got to fucking kill you. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be rough, devastating. If I, I mean, win, I follow my orders, but sh for sure it would definitely suck. But but if care. I win, it's and I will win because I'm superior in combat <laughs> than you. But it, when I win, now I got to come home and like hug your kids and be like, "I'm sorry, I killed your dad." Like yeah. you guys really got to think about this. We cannot be trying I to think, start a civil war. It's yeah, so I think stupid. that when I think that when people romanticize the idea, it is a it is a liberal states versus um you know, democratic states. And if you look at civil wars Democrat, in the past, liberal versus Republican states. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think when you look at the, when you look at history and you look at other civil wars, they've, I, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but the ones that I can recall that I've studied, the purpose or the reason for it is largely like ideology based, you know, over, yeah. over something, you know, not a political line necessarily. Yeah. Um, and, and, and everything will get, painted into a into one side or the other but sure. i don't think it always starts that way and so What's when, I, when, I, when right. I when i say that when i say that people when people talk about wanting a civil war i think what you said about the people versus the government i think that's really what they mean yeah that's what they think i, I think i think everyone is tired is of happen right i think people are thinking fuck it all of us citizens versus the government and their military. Yeah. But what they, but that also like the military is not just going to take orders to go control the, the country. I they swore to defend. <laughs> promise you the military today is not yeah. going to defend 
the government. I promise you. And it and it's like people see like these these revolutions and like say Argentina, for instance, it's like there was yeah. a political party that ran the country and they had the military, and then another guy um had prominence and they liked him. And so the the military sided with that guy, and then there was a coup and they threw over the yeah. government. They got rid of the guy in charge and they placed in power this new guy. And you you see that and you're like, that's some third world shit. That's weird as fuck. That's never gonna happen. But if you really look at it, I mean. This is what we're looking at here, folks. We're looking at we're looking at Texas, which, by the way, reserve the right to secede whenever they want. Not saying that they technically could, because the government, as I read in one of those statues, the government doesn't allow that. But if Abbott, if they were to federalize Texas troops and then the federal government sent troops to Texas, they're going to send them there. It doesn't matter what they do when they get there is another story. Right. But they're going to deploy there, and then they're probably going to take side with Abbott, and it's possible that they could just take all the federal troops and it spreads amongst the ranks. Like, Hey, we're not going to support Biden. We're going to support Abbott. We're going to defend this country because Biden's not, he's an idiot. And so it's possible that that coup takes over and now it's a military run state. And then they place Abbott as president. It's the yeah. same exact thing as these things you think on a third world country. It's the same thing. It's like, we're all the, the same person. The, yeah. the, the end of the day, what dolls it down to is, is we as human beings, in this day and age where you have access to all this technology and you can actually see and read for yourself what's going on, we are starting to realize that the government does not have your best interests in mind. Not only that, but they really don't have the power over you that they like no. for you to believe that they do. No. And they ask any just, cop. If they, they were to, just people sitting in a 100%. fucking office. That's it. That's one thing you learn about as you get older. Like we're all this like all of us want to go home early all yeah. of us want to show up late all of us want to take a, an hour long shit all of us want to do these things and the guy that you're talking to that's a senator or whatever he's the same person as you he also doesn't want to be at work he just wants to get paid to do whatever it's like we're all on the same playing field but what scares you is is like these titles of government and yeah. i'm not i i think that it would be uh huge mistake to try and overthrow anything and have civil unrest because what's going to happen is going to destabilize major cities yeah. um, where there would be no law and this is an unpopular opinion but the the are human beings inherently good or inherently evil let me mm. let me pose to you a a proposition there's okay. a three of us are walking down a street and we see an old lady fall down what are we going to do we're going to go help her up, help her up. Right. Right. So there's three of us walking downtown. An old lady pulls a gun on us. What are we going to do? <laughs> you're going to kill her. Well, right? You're not going to let this old lady fucking shoot you. She's 90 years old. And you, you're 30. And you're like, yeah, you're not going to take the next 70 years from me. Yeah. Let's say there's a food shortage. Let's say there's no police anymore. Let's say, right. let's say, let's say law of unrest. Uh, yeah. Are you going to, because you're inherently good, are you going to answer the door when I come knocking loaded up with guns? Are you going to answer yeah. the door because you're inherently good? No, you're going to defend yourself because right. you're inherently evil. We all are. It's just, that's just human beings in general. The only reason that we're here and the other genres of human being are not is because we were meaner than them and we killed them all. Like self-preservation, <laughs> self-preservation is what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. Everything and everyone is, can be kind and be generous um, yeah. But when options start to dwindle, everybody will generally ref 
just revert to self-preservation. 100%. So is, is self-preservation inherently good or inherently evil? I guess it depends on what side of it you're on. I think that's the question because I think I'm being inherently good to defend my family, but I'm willing sure. to be inherently evil to defend my family. Yeah, I think that's I think that's but a even paradigm, if you take but... the family out of it, if it's just you as a human, yeah, are you going to sacrifice yourself for somebody you don't know? Or are you going to self survive? Yeah, I guess it just depends. I don't know. It's a yeah. weird situation, man. It's a crazy conversation. I love having that discussion with people because it's like no matter what you say, no matter what you say, if you say we're inherently evil, I'll prove to you that we're inherently good. But if you say yeah. you're inherently good, I'm going to prove to you that we're inherently evil. It's like. <laughs> I think we have a little bit of both, which is why I yeah. play that Jelly Roll song. Yeah, it's a good song. I guess I'm I like just a little right and wrong. Somewhere For in the sure. Middle. Yeah. Well, all that all, all that aside, that's uh, a beaten horse. Yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. I wish it wouldn't be be a thing. And uh, for 100, I, I will say, you know, shout out to the National Guard down there, just following orders and doing what they're supposed to do, and and um being caught up and then in the spotlight of all this crap when that's not really what yeah. they signed up for. Right. So. The whole, like I said before, the entire thing is, is gross. I don't like yep. any of it. Um, but I think it's important that people understand the legalities much, of what's happening. Yeah. It's a much bigger issue than just being nice to let people come across the board. There's so, right. there's so many other implications and it's the other thing too, is not I, that easy, simple. I don't think people realize how big the government is. Yes. It's massive. Yeah. I mean, massive. It's it's not just Biden and the Senate and the governor. It's not just that. There's millions of federal employees that require that that get paid to work for the government. Millions of us. I mean, I'm one of them. You're one of them. I don't know if you still are. Yeah. I don't know if you still work for the government or not, but yeah. I don't know in your new job. No. But it's like there's so many of us. And and if you were to come to me and be like, hey join my band of marauders and we're going to go fight the government. I'm like, you're going to fight the people that pay for my house. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. Hey, uh, can, we, can we go after payday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how do I get paid? Are you guys paying? Can you pay yeah, me yeah. what I'm making now to come be a right. gunfighter? Then maybe, you know, but no, it's, and I'm, and I'm saying that jokingly, obviously sure, of course. I thought that my country was um, at risk of anything and they needed people to fight that, you know, I've got the experience. I would, I would go, but, and I'm not saying that like a Trump rally. I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> but, did you see that? Did you see that comedian from uh, Kill Tony? That chick? No. Part of her bit was like she was like, I was there on January sixth, and blah blah blah. She she got like fucking ten years in prison. She, she would have gotten did. away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. And those kids, I mean, kill Tony. If it weren't for her going on there and talking about it, she would. Yeah. She, they would have never come after her. But she went on there and bragged about going there, and they arrested her. What? Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Crazy. And that's a whole other topic. I'm not going to get into. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you noticed earlier. I, I just killed this bottle, which was hell fun. yeah. Eagle Rare, dude. Great bottle. It's a great bottle. Did you have a 80. point? No. Oh, you're just, just saying you didn't notice if I killed it? Just just segueing into something other. Oh, yeah. Other than current events, something whiskey or content related. <laughs> well, I figure we can do carnivore real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch on that. because you. All right, so today of this recording, January. it is February 1st at uh -huh. 8.41 p.m. So I stopped my carnivore journey on January 30th at 7.30 p.m., I think. Uh -huh. 
And the way I stopped it was with uh, nigiri, which is basically still meat, but uh, some rice. And I had a couple of beers. How'd that go? Um, to believe it or not, I woke up uh, the 31st, which was what, Wednesday, uh, feeling just like I did every other day. <laughs> so I don't think I had enough carbs or yeah whatever to actually mess good. with me. Like my joints are still good. Everything's good. But I'm going to tell you my journey. Yeah. For 30 days. So for 30 days of carnivore, I was very strict. I did not cheat. I did everything correctly. I, I drank twice. And both of those times I drank with whiskey only. And I didn't really mm-hmm. drink that much. Um, I can tell you with, within eight days, which we've talked about before, within eight days, I think I was pretty set in. So I had like five to six days of diarrhea, which is just, it's anytime you change your diet, you're going to have yeah. that. Um, but for my case, it was the gut biome. There's things in your gut biome that process carbohydrates, process meat, process yeah. sugar, whatever. So as I'm not eating those things, and I'm not feeding my gut biome those things. Those things were dying off. So um, after eight days, my body regulated and I pooped. I know this is a little intense <laughs> talking about poop. I think I pooped every other day maybe every two days i don't know but they were small compact it reminded me of mres to be honest oh really like when you're on mres for like three or four days you poop out this gray ball that's like the size of a pool pool ball (laughs) and you wipe once and you're done and it reminded me of that it was like very easy no big deal um and then once i got fully into it i think i was probably eating too much fat uh the poop got like a wax pen like i drew Like I dropped a wax pen in the toilet and as it spun around, I just, I know that's too much, but I'm just being fucking fully fucking honest here. Um, but it was, it was normal. Like everything felt good. I never got sick. I felt amazing. Um, waking up before my alarm has never been a thing. And it, and it has been for the last 30 days. I would wake up 10 minutes before my alarm. Yeah. I'd wake up, roll over, look at what time it was. My alarm's going off in 10 minutes. I just turned my alarm off and I got straight up and got in the shower and went to work, which is not common for me. I'm usually a three to four snooze guy. Um, except weekends for some reason on a weekend, when I wake up, I'm up, I'm ready to roll. (laughs) So all my joint pain is gone. I had tendonitis in my elbow. They call it tennis elbow. Um, that is gone. Nice. I lost 23 pounds in 30 days. Which, Damn, dude, when I saw that, I was like, mm. and so I got on like our car, like Reddit slash carnivore and got on there and started yeah. reading other people's reports for their first 30 days of carnivore, yeah. 31 days of carnivore. Pretty common. Most people lost between 20 and 35 pounds. Wow. Which is That's nuts. Yeah. I don't even know where it went. I could see it in my face. I can tell that my yeah. sunken eyes are back. Um, <laughs> but one thing I noticed probably 15 days in, I woke up and I was like, you know, when you wake up and you're like, oh. You know, like yeah. scratch your chest or whatever. Um, there's always been like movement there, and now yeah. there is not. Okay, zero movement. So my skin it feels tighter, which I think sure. is a loss of subcutaneous fat. So I think I lost 23 pounds of subcutaneous fat. Interesting. And I noticed that because of my TRT, um, the place that I was injecting, I can't anymore. I had to move up higher into almost to my groin, basically um, the top half of my thigh. There's yeah. still some loose skin there, but my actual thighs, you cannot Can't pull anymore. I cannot pull any skin off my thighs. Nice. Um, and I have massive legs, so they look pretty crazy right now. Um, 
So just to go over it, so I wrote down like some important stuff. So it, for those that don't know, I had liver issues, um, linked to Afghanistan, burn pit stuff, blah, blah, blah. I've had liver issues for a long time. We had a couple scares in the past eight years um, where like medical intervention was, was done, um, not to get too personal. But so my total testosterone, granted, I'm on TRT, so... Anyway, it was at nine ninety. Unknown caller. Oh, we should answer. Let's answer. Let's answer. Who is it? I don't know. Hello. Hello there. This is Michelle with the American Red Cross Blood Services. Must speak with Joseph, please. Nope, it's the wrong number. I will notate that. Have a great rest of your day. You Bye. Too. That's one thing about donating blood, dude. They call you fucking nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it is a it's rabbit hole. So annoying, right? Because you do it, mood. Yeah, all the time. It's it's you turn. It turns out it's it's, it's a scam, just like every other charity. Exactly. So to, to total testosterone with nine ninety six, and so for those that don't know, I think the average is like four to six hundred. When you get over six hundred, you're like you're fucking beefing. So nine ninety six, I felt good on nine ninety six. Um, so after a month of carnivore, I did not change my dosage at all. Just a month of carnivore, my number went to 1229, which is too high. That needs to come down. That's anabolic steroid territory, which makes sense why I'm putting on muscle like it's my job. Um, my white blood cell count. Oh, I didn't even fill that in. So hemoglobin 19.1, which is high. At 20, you cannot even donate blood. It's too high. So uh -huh. it's at 16.1 now. Hemocrit, same thing, 54.1. That's high. It went down to 47. Platelets, 235, went up to 273. I don't know what that means. But to get into my liver numbers, I've been over 100 on all of them for years. Um, and since I've recently kind of like changed the way I just live, they've gone down. So before AST was 51, now it is 28, which is well into the normal range. Wow. Um, ALT was 72. Now it's 44, which is a little bit high, but it's still in the normal range. So it fixed my liver issues. Um, the only thing, the blood pressure, I was 140 over 90. Uh -huh. Can you say heart attack? <laughs> um, as of this morning, 115 over 75. Damn, dude. I am what the Google would say perfect on blood pressure. Yeah, that's pretty solid. So my cholesterol went up, and if you're interested in the cholesterol uh, carnivore diet thing, if that's what's holding you back from trying it out, if you go to Peter Attila and look up his, it's called the Straight Dope on Cholesterol. If you look that up, it's massive. It's so much to read. But basically, to boil it down, an H, and the HDL test, what they're doing is they're testing cholesterol in your blood. So your blood is water-based and as we all learn in science class water and oil don't mix so if you put water and olive oil in a thing the oil will flow mm -hmm. to the top so what they're doing is they're they're testing hydrophobic lipids in your blood panel and it's going to show that it's high but if you do an actual particle test which actually tests what's going on in your arteries and your heart mine was completely normal nothing really? wrong at all so my cholesterol right now is 254, which is fucking high. Like 300, you're going to have a heart attack. Um, but my actual LDLP test 
particle test is completely in normal ranges. Um, as I said before, cholesterol is a lipid. It does not dissolve in your blood. So therefore, it's not going to enter your blood. It's just flowing through your veins. Your body gets rid of it. Um, and also, every mitochondrial cell in your body requires cholesterol to survive. And it's very important for your testosterone, which is why my testosterone is through the fucking roof right now. <laughs> so am I going to stay carnivore forever? That's the big question. I yeah. don't know. But some form, some form of it sounds I doable. am going to continue for now. For now, yeah. I'm going to stay in it. Um, I'm going to keep eating steaks and I'm going to keep enjoying my butter and bacon and um, no vegetables. Okay. Um, does that mean I'm going to go to dinner and not have a baked potato? No, that's not what that means. But right. I still want to have a pasta from here and now. But I will tell you what, 30 days of strict eating has killed my sweet tooth. I do not yeah. care about chocolate in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. It does not bother me at all, nice. which is very crazy. Yeah. I need to, uh, maybe I need to give it a shot. Sounds doable. Every human body is different, you know? Yeah, it's true. So what works for me may not work for you, but um, for me, everything other than cholesterol, which I've already said, I don't believe modern science on cholesterol. Mm -hmm. If you read the Peter, T if you read it, his first sentence says, if you read this entire thing front to back, which I think it's seven parts, it's a lot of reading. Yeah. Um, he says, you now know more about cholesterol than 95% of all physicians in the United States. That's, so it's, you know, that's alarming. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Our relationship with cholesterol is not what you think. And that, and that's what's well, it's not with the pharmaceutical entry. Once you, once you and, and that's the problem is like to go down this rabbit hole is like six hours of talking. So it's, it's like, I, I, I challenge you to do your own research and see for if sure. it's right for you. I'm just telling you for me, I feel fucking great. And I don't know that I'm going to stop. <laughs> I feel so good. I mean, I, I've never felt, I, I can't remember the last time I felt like zero joint pain. My elbow does not bother me at all. You know, I yeah. got ERP platinum. Uh, plate rich plasma injections into my shoulder into my armpit yeah. which sucked um that did not fix i have full no issues full range of movement really no pain yeah that's that's the part that interests me the most yeah yeah for sure so i talked to a guy into work doing it and he's got joint pain just like i do but he has a spinal issue um, yeah it fixed everything but his spine which means his spine's probably actually jacked up but it okay. fixed same thing, fixed his shoulder. Yeah. Um, he couldn't sustain it because of kids. So he quit uh, 20 days in, I think. Yeah. And um, I talked to him today and he was like, I'm going, I got to figure out how to make it work. It's tough with kids, but I, I, I tell you, I'm, I, I eat meat. I don't eat a ton of vegetables. You know, I take the whole, like, I don't know what the word is, not carnivore, but meat based diet yeah. approach right so you know anything that comes from an animal with reason and then i really try to limit sugar and breads um vegetables and I get plenty of fruits um and, and and then i take a desecrated uh beef organ supplement yeah. which i, I use, use as well the same thing is the same and, one i um, use yeah i don't know if it's the same one you use um i don't remember um, I, don't, I don't think we've i can't remember the company where i shot them out because it's great stuff yeah but eating that way is it's not hard and i don't the, the problem though is for me is having kids um 
that they just well, have so many things around the house and it's that's that if i yeah if i can just work on cutting that stuff out the my diet the way i eat would be really i think solid. so so i told him this i said your your issue with kids is twofold one it's your willpower one you don't have the power mentally to keep going and then um what was the second one hmm. oh two um on carnivore you really don't eat that much i like i'm yeah i like i have subcutaneous fat i have fat around my gut like i have love handles so it's yeah. like I'm, I'm really now that my body's like fat adjusted i really don't eat that much like it's if i get hungry i can pretty much drink water and it'll go away yeah. um but if i get really hungry i have a steak and then it's like it's it's a couple of days before i'm hungry again That's which funny. is to me you talk about efficient like yeah. not having to eat three times a day or even twice or even once a day like yeah I don't even, and I don't even think about it. Like outside of, that's why I've been limiting, limiting my drinking. It's because the drinking is like, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I had lunch today with a cop and, uh, <laughs> and we, we had Thai food and, uh, and it came with a bowl of rice. I didn't eat the rice. I just, I just soup sucked the, uh, masa mom curry. I just ate that, yeah. which it's sweet. So there's definitely sugar in it. Um, sure. But I don't really. I didn't have a crash after. I don't. I think my body yeah. doesn't have the ability to process the sugar right now. Sure. I just don't think it's, it's, it's in there. It's it's just a low, it's a lower amount, right? And your body's going to yeah. react a lot different than just shoving, you know, four cups worth of rice or, and starch in your mouth. Well, I think if I did it for days, like if I if I sure. were to eat carbs yeah. and sugar for like four days, I think that my body. Would, yeah. But I honestly don't think I got any nutritional value out of it. I don't think my body processed any of it. I think it's going to go straight to my stomach and then straight to my colon. I'm going to. Dump your metabolism out. is probably so on fire right now that that little bit of sugar was just burnt up in a heartbeat anyways yeah i don't i don't think it matters um yeah. i don't know but it's i and do i can't stand here and be like i swear on everything i know to be true that the cholesterol science is false i can't actually do that because i yeah. even though i'm i'm in 30 days you know i did 30 days on it and i can see in my blood work that the shit went up um, I still don't think I'm still not f even, even reading that stuff from Peter Tia. I mean, it's, yeah, it makes sense if you think about it, but I'm not a doctor. So I'm like, do I, do I even know what he's really actually saying? I don't know. Yeah. It he's makes sense in my, in my little words. pea brain. Yeah. Fancy <laughs> words. But it's like, can I stand here and say, I'm not going to have a heart attack from eating meat sure. and fat and my cholesterol being high. I, I don't think I can say that. I don't know. Right. I could be completely wrong. I might die and you know, tomorrow, but. If that's the case, I'm gonna feel really fucking good when I do die. I think the one, I think the one, I think the one key to that kind of stuff is that that I've always surmised from the things that I've read about that is, you know, with the cholesterol flowing in the blood, it's really not the cholesterol that's the problem. It's the inflammation of the arteries from all the other processed foods yep. and sugars and stuff. And so, when you couple that inflammation in those arteries and with, and so that's now a smaller pathway for blood to flow through that causes the buildup of, yeah. of that cholesterol or plaque or whatever they, they call it. And that's what leads to a heart attack. But it's by being on this the diet, the arteries and the heart, that's, it's not the veins. Yeah. yeah. But whenever, so whenever you eat this diet and you remove all this processed sugars and starches, the body, that whole body inflammation just drastically reduces. And then that's, so that, that's what it helps account for the lack of joint pain, right. but it also helps your heart work more efficiently. And right. if, to this diet you can eat that way and not be as and i'm 
not a doctor here, folks. This is just yeah, stuff. Yeah. Neither doctor was. But I did have yeah. an EKG done, and they were like, "Yeah, you're good. Ticker's good to go, huh? Good to go." Because nice. um, I I had a um, like panic attacks, for instance. Uh-huh. Uh, very strange thing because they come in different forms, and so like I'm familiar with most of the forms they come in, and I just go, "Oh, it's a panic attack. Just shut it down." Sure. Stupid. But every once in a while, I'll get one where I'm like, "I think I'm having a heart attack," you know. And so I'll go in because I'd rather have a heart attack at the VA than have a heart attack at home. Sure. Um, but they'll do these EKGs, and they're like, "Like you, you just wasted your evening. Your heart's perfectly fine." So you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't have any evening, plaque sir. build up. I'm good to go. Yeah. I do wonder what my VO2 max. It, I have thought about doing that, like the, yeah, yeah, whatever that test is. Yeah. Um, do you remember? I've done that. I've done that once. How how strenuous is it? Like, or is it like they really beat the shit out of you, or it's just what your body can handle? So what what you do is um, the one that I did was I, I sat on a stationary bike. Okay. Uh, they put a mask on my on my my face, right, and they're the stuff hooked up to you, and you're just they're just measuring your body's ability to process oxygen. Ah, okay. And so what they're doing is they're looking at like how, and I forget what the cutoff is or what the threshold they're looking for, like where you reach a certain point that you're, you're only getting so much oxygen to your blood with your breathing and the, you know, blood flow. Um, and the way they get to that max is by gradually making the pedaling and the, and the bike more strenuous until you're like cranking down. And, and so you have to not only increase it, but you have to keep the number on the bike above a certain level. So you have to not right. only, so you got to keep up momentum as it gets stronger and it increases, you know, how hard you're having to breathe and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about the score or what I did. I know I did well, I, or, you yeah. know, good enough or I was like in my late twenties at the time. So I was in decent shape, but, um, they definitely don't make it as like uh, as sexy as it looks in the fucking movies, yeah, you know, where it's a nice, yeah. a nice lab and a nice equipment and With some Jocko you know. in the background, like no. you are weak. <laughs> no, dude, it was an old ass bike in the corner of this tiny room, this <laughs> tiny exam room with some old ladies like hooking stuff up to me, and like I'm sweating and like shit's dripping. Like, it was not, it was not cool at all. Not I think fun. I'm gonna schedule one for April. Yeah, should. It's a good, it's a good health indicator for sure. There's no way I do this through the summer. Like the summer is for drinking too much beer and and eating hamburgers. So (laughs) like, I'm going to, but I wonder how bad that is for your body to like do this and then switch back to like eating like shit. It's probably probably, pretty bad. That's probably the worst thing you can do. I wouldn't be surprised though. If by the time summer comes around, if you stuck to this for that long, that you just have zero desire to do it. It's possible, man, because I'm telling you, uh, like I don't really care about self-image, but there's also a part of me that does care a little bit. Like I sure. like seeing progress in the gym and, you know, I've been working out for years. And um, now when I think back on like the best shape of my life in the army, I was, I was eating, I was probably start, I was probably starving myself because I was eating a lot of salad yeah, and chicken and eggs. And it's like, I was getting protein, but I was always hungry and I'm not yeah. ever hungry now, but I've, I feel like I'm putting on more muscle now than I ever did. Sure. So I wonder yeah. what I would look like in like three months. If I like, I just, I'm for my own curiosity. I'm like, let's take it to your birthday. So let's take it to April 22nd. Let's yeah. be serious for, you know, for like three and a half months and see, let's just see what yeah. happens. For sure. I'm just curious, especially if, if like 
my LD, like the particle test. And if I schedule a thing in April, my VO2 max, like if everything's still good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, I, I worry about those cholesterol numbers because, but I wonder if I'm just indoctrined. I you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. Could be. I just don't know. Yeah. I think it's, I think there's that Western medicine is that way with a lot of things. It's like, um, I can read all kinds of things about what's good or not, or why you shouldn't do one thing or another, but then, or what you should take in instead of, you know, um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or this, that, or the other. But then it's like, as soon as I get, you know, my shoulder starts to ache and bother me, it's like, you know, I'm reaching for that ibuprofen, right? Or that Tylenol. And it's like, there's all kinds of research that tells you how bad Tylenol is for your liver and other things. But it's just like one of the kids get a fever. And it's like you didn't the fever needs to come down. And it's like, well, shit, like I do I risk letting this fever get out of control in my child or like give them the Tylenol? Of course I give yeah. them the Tylenol, you know? So it's yeah. it's just weird. Yeah. I think so to, pre to preach one thing like that, right? And then to right. go and do to that. Negate it, it when it comes to someone else. It's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing to, to live in. I think at the end of the day, you just gotta look at like your numbers, your body work. And for anyone that yeah. wonders, I'm gonna pull it up real quick just so I'm Quoting the truth, but I, I did LabCorp uh, men's health test. Let's see, it's uh, so I'm sure you have a LabCorp in your local town. So if you want to experiment with the stuff, so it's $199. So if 200 bucks, you can go and get this test done, and it literally tests everything: tests your testosterone, your lipids, your your. It even tests like the CO2, and your it tests everything. Yeah. Um. So if you want to experiment. I'm I'm probably gonna do it every month. I think every month on, on the last really? day of the month, I'm just gonna go get it done because I'm really interested to see if anything changes. Uh, like already in one month, all my everything that was high is now normal. Everything that was low is now normal. Everything except cholesterol is uh is like my blood. I mean, all of it. There's no notes on anything except testosterone. The note he wrote. <laughs> I don't have it pulled up. The note he wrote on my testosterone was like, um, it was something, it was alluding to thinking that I was on steroids. Yeah. Like he said something like, um, this number is not sustainable, so you should cycle off soon. It said cycle off on there. They just assumed you were like. Yeah, he assumed that I was blood. on anabolic steroids. because no, uh, Let's, let's, and to be completely clear, um, with the right guidance and protocol, you can safely do anabolic steroids it's not legal 100 you, you can do them safely 100%. for quite a long time without any of the negative side effects but you have to follow a strict protocol that works there are people yeah. that are legends in the bodybuilding industry who can talk at, ad nauseum about this and and you can go find their, yeah. their, their well some of them are very very yeah. dead yeah um but all that to say that it all of those people who do it do that and do it right they get regular blood work so yeah. it's not it's not unusual for a, somebody, a doctor reading that report from LabCorp to go, oh, this guy must be on, you know, whatever. He's just doing his, his blood work and just to type in a note there, like it's no big deal. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm it's tossing funny. around the idea of, well, one, it won't get me in trouble at work because they don't care. And like legally, I guess I could get in trouble for saying this, but I'm tossing around the idea of doing clenbuterol. Um, okay. It's, it's basically, it's, it's for people with breathing disorders. But what it does is like, it increases your, your like core temperature and heartbeat a lot. 
Um, but it's like a massive fat burner. Um, it's like it's clenbuterol hydro hydrochloride. Um, it's called clen. Everybody calls it clen. But like okay. if you do a clen with like an anabolic steroid, that's what most like in the 70s and 80s, that's what most of them were doing was clen and like D ball or or one of those things. Um, but I think my testosterone is currently high enough that I probably don't need to go anabolic. But even then, you lose all your gains. Like once you get off of it, it's it, like it drops pretty significantly. But um, it would be cool as like a cheat for yeah. like two months if I did clean and D ball and just get fucking yoked, <laughs> you know? And then just like whatever I slim back down to, just maintain that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not actually going to do it. Actually, Andy was like, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you no, but I'd prefer if you didn't. So yeah. that means that means that was that. a that was a very nice way of. Yeah. Don't do that, please. Dude, she's got my back. She's gang gang, you know. But uh, oh, for sure. But yeah, if she if she doesn't think it's a good idea, then I'm I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah. But it would be cool. I would do Clint. Clint's not going to give me <laughs> fucking rage or anything. So I don't Just know. Make you a heart attack. Well, I don't know how to even get it. Like I'm not going to buy it online. Right. Like, you're going to die. You're yeah. going to get it. With, it's going to be a fentanyl in it, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to uh, Border Policy. Uh, whiskey and uh, personal health, personal health podcast. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. And again, sorry for uh, last week, but you already got the explanation. So, yeah, you got you got a late one. Get over it. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, we love you. We're people. If, I didn't, if we didn't, we wouldn't have gone through the trouble to still get one out after all the stuff. And the things. Facts. Which one did you put out? I mean, look. Oh, I I redid the one with um, uh, Aaron. Oh, Aaron Chapman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, uh, yeah, smoke wagon. Yep. Always so I just, Always I just, you know, explained in the opening that you know we had some scheduling conflicts and technical things going on, and just uh, before we knew so. it, it was Sunday at nine o'clock, and we were like, it's just. But even then, when I, when we were like, hey, cool, let's just post an old one. I had I had archived everything, and the hard drive that was on was just I, I don't know what is going on with it. If it's about to die, I've already backed it up, but uh, it took forever to like like twelve hours to unzip and unpack the Man. where I had stored it and, can, and compressed it. <laughs> mm. so, whatever. Well, y'all are welcome for Gus's trouble. Not a big deal. Cool. All right. Awesome. Assalamualaikum. See you next time. See you.